everybody. Welcome back to the Reboot Your 20s podcast. I'm your host, Heather. And welcome if you're new here. If you're not new here, welcome back. Happy to have you again. If you don't know who I am, I'm a 21-year-old college student working on a degree in psychology while also working on getting a certification in life coaching. So today we are going to talk about habits and building them and how to create them and how to keep yourself responsible for them. I found so much information and there was so much to pack into one episode, so I decided to break this up into two separate episodes. So in this week's episode, we are going to be talking about what is a habit, what is considered a bad habit, what is considered a good habit, and all the fun things. So the first thing we're going to talk about uh, what is a habit and what are the stages that you would go through to kind of create the habit in all honesty we probably all know what a habit is especially that go trend it's based on being your best self and creating healthy habits and you know just living a healthy life and being a boss bitch but I'm going to give you the definition so the definition for a habit is a routine that are practiced regularly so it's a routine that you do every day something that I do every single day is I meditate I journal that is a habit for me. When creating a habit, it's something that you don't really think about. You just do it because it's part of your routine. You do it every single day. So you don't really think about it. When I wake up in the morning and I start my morning, I don't think about, oh, I got to remember to meditate today or, oh, I got to remember to journal today. Like, it's just something that I automatically do because it's a habit. Another definition is something that you do often and regularly, sometimes without knowing that you are doing it. So you are so used to doing it every day that you don't even think about it. You just do it because it's just a part of what you do. It's a part of your routine. So when creating a habit, you go through four stages. The four stages are cue, craving, response, and rewards. Those are the four stages you go through when creating a habit. So the first stage is cue. Cues are triggers to your brain to create a behavior and is information that could possibly predict a reward. So your mind is made to analyze. Internally, externally, it's made to analyze your environment for hints of where rewards could possibly be located. Because Q is the first indication that we are close to reward, it naturally leads to a craving. A craving. Cravings, they are the emotional force behind every habit. Without some level of motivation or desire, we have no reason to act. So that's kind of when you create an award for creating a habit. So like with me, okay, so... I want to get up early, and I know I want to get up early. My craving is to get up early and kind of start my day. So the reward would be if I get up early, I get a cup of coffee. And it's a great reward for me, especially like today. I was up till 2 a.m. reading this amazing book, and I ended up waking up at like 7.30 in the morning, and I was so tired But I didn't want to lay in bed and kind of waste my day away. So I rewarded myself by getting out of bed. I rewarded myself with a nice cup of coffee. And I actually left to go get the cup of coffee because it was an even better reward to that. So back to cravings. Cravings differ from person to person because everybody craves a different thing. So any information could trigger a craving. People are not motivated by the same cues. For example, a gambler sounds 
of lot machines can potentially trigger that spike of desire for that person. But for a person who doesn't gamble, the jingles and the chime that slot machine makes, they're just background noise. Basically, cues are meaningless until they are interpreted through thoughts, feelings, and emotion, which is a craving. So basically, a cue means nothing unless you have a thought or a feeling or an emotion about it, which then that cue turns into a craving. So the next kind of stage that you go through is response. So this is where the actual habit you perform, which can take the thought or an action. Basically, if a particular action requires more physical or mental effort, you are willing to go for it. Okay, so the next step after craving, the next stage is the response. So the response is the actual habit that you begin to perform, which you haven't fully created the habit yet. So this part of the stage would actually take some thought and some action on your part. So you'll actually want to think about it. When you're creating a habit, you are going to have to think about it for a little bit. Let's say you want to start journaling in the morning. Well, you're not going to get up every single morning, especially if you're not used to it. You're not going to get up every single morning and just automatically remember that you got a journal. It's going to take a little bit of thought and a little bit of action. When I was creating my morning routine and I wanted to add meditation to it, I actually set things out for the night before. So when I got up in the morning and I saw my workout clothes and my meditation stuff laid out, I remembered that that was something that I wanted to add to my morning routine. And because I gave that action the night before with setting up everything, it gave me that thought the next day to actually perform the habit that I wanted to add into my morning routine. So basically, this particular stage requires more physical or mental effort from you because you actually have to think about it. You don't automatically do it. But this all depends on your ability to create the action and to create the habit and it all depends on what you are capable of doing so now we are at the last and final stage which is the reward rewards are the end goal of every single habit so the first purpose of a reward is of course to satisfy your cravings that's basically what it is so the second reward teaches us which actions are worth remembering in the future so your brain has a reward detector basically as you go on through your life you have your nervous system that is always monitoring which action satisfies your desire and delivers you the most pleasure so basically we all do things because it gives us pleasure that's just how our brain works let's say you want to create a habit of going to the gym you want to go to the gym every day you want to work out you have to give yourself a reward so some people the reward that they feel is like the reward that they think is the feeling they get when they're done with the gym. So cues is also about noticing the reward. The craving is about wanting the reward. The response is about obtaining the reward. So basically, that reward serves two purposes. To satisfy us and to teach us. And these four stages are the backbone of creating every habit. And when you're trying to build a new habit, your brains run through each and every one of these steps in that same order. Your cue, okay? You just kind of notice the reward, okay? You just notice it, you see it, then you start to crave it. You're starting to want that reward. And then the response is the actions you put towards getting that reward. And then the reward, you get it. 
and that is the backbone of creating new habits. Okay, and then before we get to what is a good habit and what is a bad habit, I am going to give you guys, you know, a little quote like I always do. So this quote is by Harvey McKay. Good habits are as addictive as bad habits and a lot more rewarding. So that kind of goes in. What's a bad habit? What is a good habit? So let's get into that. Okay, so what is considered a good habit? Good habits are the repetitive actions or behaviors that have a positive physically, emotionally, or psychological consequence. So an example would be daily exercise, you know, good nutrition, getting the proper amount of hours that you need a night of sleep, um, meditating for at least five minutes a day. That is a good habit to create. Something that gives you a positive effect on not only your body, but emotionally and your brain. So what is considered a bad habit? So bad habits are actions that you repeat that have negative consequences. So obviously, it's the opposite of a good habit. So basically, what will help you break a bad habit is understanding how your existing behavior affects your bad habits. And how your existing behavior could benefit you or, you know, go against that. Is drinking five cups of coffee a day a benefit for you? Or could it potentially be a negative consequence for you? Especially if you're drinking one at like 6 o'clock at night. And if you want to get up at like 5 a.m. and you're drinking a coffee at 6 o'clock at night and not going to bed until late because you hopped up on coffee, obviously that's a bad habit. You need to cut out the coffee. So basically just how to break a bad habit is to understand what existing patterns that you already have and kind of zone in on how to positively change those habits. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Reboot My 20s podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I always enjoy it. And if you guys want to know anything about the podcast, go follow the Instagram Reboot My 20s. And if you want to know anything about my health journey or my life coaching stuff, you can go follow me on novella underscore health. And like always, I'm going to leave you guys with one last question. Would you reboot your 20s?